You are listening to the Wahal Podcast. Wahal means speak, say, or talk in the world of language. This is a show for you about culture, society, and more. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your brother Lamine from Atlanta. Today I have my two other hosts, uh, Salo Chongan and Demasane, and we have a very special guest today, the Prince. Um, Prince, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Can you introduce yourself? Can you say, you know, where you're from, where you live at? Well, my name is the Prince. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Um, Bedford Stuyvesant. To be more exact, that, that that's a very interesting answer because today's subject is about you know um, the African experience when you live in the United States, and you know me, I always thought you were from Senegal, but for some reason yeah. you say you're from Brooklyn. Yes, right? yes, indeed. Well, I, my parents are both immigrants, and they're both from Senegal, and I was born and raised the first generation in New York City. Me and my little sister. Okay, so you consider yourself American or African? Or African American. Well, I am the true. I am the the real definition of an African American. You know what I mean? I'm I, I'm I'm hardcore African descent. I have my roots with me, but I was yet born in America and and raised in America. But I also was raised in Africa as well. Okay. Mm. So how long did you spend in Africa? Uh, six, five to six years. What was that like wow. for you, man? How old were you first when you went uh, back? I think probably like thirteen and shit like that. Oh, okay. Like so, you were in your early teens. Yeah, yeah like, so early, you know what's going on at that moment. Of course, definitely know what's going on at that moment. You know, it's a it's it's a big culture shock because when you go there, you don't go with the mindset of like, you know, you know the the good and the bad of what your family members or what Africans really look at you as. Because um, when you're a guest in Africa from America or any other country from around the world, which is not an African country, they treat you differently. They look at you. They treat you as a superiority uh, at a mm. superiority le- level. Until you start to like stay there with them more, engage with them, and learn more about them, then you start to really see the 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 real people. You know, what I mean, some of them are real and some of them are fake, but that's in all people. But in Africa, it it, it shows. You know, what I mean, they don't hide how fake they are, how yeah. real they are. Now, make this clear for us, like if you don't mind yes. asking, like because I know what you're talking about, but like make it clear. So you felt that there were an air of superiority from the people there towards you, or is of it that? Okay. No, what it, what it is is like when you're from America, so they look at you with a high prestige. Like, oh, he's somebody. Mm-hmm. He's somebody. He's he's from wealth. He's he's he got money. He got all the new stuff. You know, everything that we even need. even as a teenager. Yeah, man. Like even as teenager, you look, you look. They look, they look up, they look up to you. You know what I mean? They're like, damn, it's American. Like, because they see only Americans on TV. They don't really mm-hmm. see them up and close and personal. You know what I mean? So when they get the chance to see someone up and close and personal. They think everything is a TV or a film until they understand real, like it's real life. And once you have discussions with them, you get some kids who are not really well acquainted or well educated. Yet again, I call that ignorance sometimes, but I'm, I don't want to be insulting a lot of the kids. But it was what it was, because once they see you, the first thing they want to say is fuck you, motherfuck you, insults. And um, <laughs> also like talk about, you know, um, 
what we what about the guns and people shooting and dying in America? I said people die everywhere, you know. Did that yeah, bother I mean, you as a kid? I mean, it, it it didn't bother me, but it got a little annoying at one point because it was like an everyday thing. I mean, I'm gonna tell you something, right? Before I came to the US, I thought you know America was gang banging. It was like you know black people are doing music and sports, and I was kind of ignorant for that. But when you went to Senegal, was it like a punishment for you, or was it something very meaningful? To be honest with you, it was all the above. It it, okay. it was a punishment, and it was it was it, it was meaningful because. From Senegal, I got to one, like get profound like education with my family, profound education within the tradition, profound education within the religion, and profound education within the culture. So I was able to study everything and master it, and, and therefore play with it at one point at a time in my life. And it's one of the biggest weapons that made me the man I am today. You know, because I'm a culture. Mm -hmm. I'm not a culture vulture. You, know, you can say I'm a culture vulture because I, I know everything about all the cultures now, but it is more likely to say that I'm well more aware than others right, in certain right. situations, you know? Like, I know what right. to do and what not to do. Like, when I'm with a person, I know how to talk to them and what not, what mm. to say and what not to say to them. You know what I mean? Well, in America, they don't have that. You'll see a kid talk to a grown man in a conversation and say you and versus like in French and Senegal, it's a, like a superior, a, a grown man versus a yeah. little kid thing, you know, a respect thing. Yeah, kind of yeah. like a respect thing going yeah. on. Yeah, it's so, definitely like a big cultural shift. As a, as a kid, I was very different and then that because you're like, oh, he's disrespectful. He doesn't know how to talk to elderly, but it's not my fault. That's not where I, that's not my culture, American culture. We don't have that. We treat mm -hmm. everyone equal, you know, and, and in Senegal yeah. too, they had that law, but they rather go with this law. And to the day, to this day, I think I'm, I think it's a good, but yet also a bad thing because it doesn't allow the kids to use their, their way of expression, the way they want to express themselves. And mm. it's one of the reasons why Africa is a little bit set back. Cause when an elder does something bad, instead of we calling the elder out on his wrong, we sit back and like, Oh, we can't say that. because he's old. He's an older man. And it's, gonna be disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to fight or, or go, in March and and do all this type of bullshit. Nah, you're getting while, in your bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't make any sense for that. Like, then if that's the case, then we all should just shut up. Nah, there's a lot of so truth let, in let, that, let, let me let me let me stop you right there. Let me stop yeah. you right there. Right. So I've watched you a lot, right? I hung out with you and things like that. Of course. And I've watched you also hanging out with you know people from the Caribbean and African Americans, mm -hmm. and you yeah. have some code switch, right? Yes. So uh, whenever you, you, you are with Africans, you act a certain way, and then you switch yes. that when you're around other people. So yes. um, how are you able to, 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 to manage all of that? Because I grew up in a, in a diverse, in a diverse um, uh, uh, neighborhood. I, I grew up in diverse. I lived in France. I lived in Marseille. I know how they act. I lived in, in Brooklyn, where there's all types of culture, cultures around. You guys know as well. Like We have all the Caribbeans. We have the Jewish mm -hmm. people. We have the Spanish people. So once you go to school with these people, also you get to know them. You go to their houses. They come to your house. So, so it's how do they two treat you as, as other black people? How do they treat you? Because Well, they treat they, me the they, way I want them to treat me. You know what I mean? Because, you know, respect is a, it's a very thing, right? When you come across somebody with, a, with an approach and a respectful approach, they're not going to disrespect you or cross you. You feel me? They'll ask you questions and you, for, for they'll ask you questions because they don't know. And sometimes the questions might sound ignorant, but yet it's, it's, it's about they don't know, but they, they're willing so do to they, learn. So once you teach do, do them... they see you? Huh? Uh -huh. 
Can I jump in? I was going to say, once you teach them, once you teach them, like, yo, this is what it is, they'll go forward now and become an habitual, using like habitual like behavior by being like, like, okay, this is what it is. This is where he's from. This is what he learns. This is what he knows. You know. Yeah. So, do they see you as African American, as an African, or do they see you oh, as they see an American? Me, they, they see me as African because that's what I represent. I, 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 I don't represent myself as like I'm American. I say I'm African at all times. It's my uh, what you can. Okay. It's my etiquette. You know, what I mean, it's one of my etiquettes. It's one of my love profound cultures. That's what I. I don't even say I'm Senegalese. I have to before I say Senegalese is that we're in Africa. That means the person knows that Africa has countries. Right, right, but right. with Americans, they don't know that Africa has countries. They're like, yeah, African, okay, cool. So, That's it. All right. So let's go deeper into that. Do you think one day you're going to move back to Senegal and live there? I'll move back to Senegal once the Senegalese people change their mindset. Oh, good luck, <laughs> brother. Come on, that's that's not an answer. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what but, but but it's true though. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be. I don't want to live in. I don't want to live in, a, in, in Senegal too. It's a double life over there. People don't understand. There's the rich. There's the poor. There's the average. There's the poor. You know? Yeah. There's the rich and the poor. To me. There's, oh, we get into it, brother. Yeah, you best you know believe. I mean? There's the rich and the poor. You feel me? You know that for sure. People that lived in the Banlias, people that lived in Metamos, people that lived in Jilimbe, and you got yeah, people yeah. that live in Gejewai, Medina, and, 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 and yeah. Parcel. You know, people that live in the hood. Shout out to Jilimbe. Anyway. You know what I mean? Shout um, out to Jamalai, shout out to Metamos, you know what I mean? Shout out to Kapi. So, 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 so will, you, will, will you ever send your kids um, to Senegal for a couple of years for them to learn the culture and things like I, that? I, I, I would send my kids to, 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 for the culture to learn Senegal, but I'll know where to send them. I won't let them I won't let my kids go through what I had to go through. So you don't think at a certain point in their life they're going to be stuck between two cultures? They would not be stuck. They will. They will learn. They will know. They will master both cultures, inshallah, all with the education of the parents and by the good parenting. You know what I mean? Like me, I was lucky because I was an outside kid. I didn't really stay home. I went outside. I I I did bad. I did good, and I learned from all all lessons. You know what I mean? From each way. I wasn't just a kid in Senegal who just went to school and went home. I was on the streets in Senegal. I wanted to learn. I fought in the streets. I hung out with the bad people. I hung out with the good people. I learned them. That's how I was able to manage myself to, to know how to like act with certain people and conform. Let's steer the conversation um, a little bit. So, yeah. you know, um, me, to be honest, I was not able to have a lot of African-American friends in the States when I came for college, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was because of the cultural difference. It was because of we didn't have the same vision at some point and things like that. So, how do you think you know we can reconnect you know um, with our African American brothers and help them learn more about you know our countries and things like that? Because there is a clash between between you know the Black Americans and the Africans. Yes, and and, and that goes that that goes way back in time. That doesn't that's not today. It's all, you know, you know, I tell people every day, there's all types of education, right? There's education of the house, there's education of the street, there's education of the school, and there's education of oneself. When you're in the, when you're a kid, you grow up, right? Kids don't just, oh, you, sometimes you, you, you come to school and you've seen a kid act really crazy and bizarre. And, you, and you're like, why is this kid acting like this? Why does he have heart to talk back? And, and, and And you say, like, wow, what's wrong with him? And you go to his house, and you start to see how his relatives talk, and you see how they act. And like, oh, mm. he learned this from his house. But, yo, you know what I mean? when you do that, like, having, a, you know, like, code switch and, you know, like, 
jump from this attitude to the other does not feel a little bit like um, alienating. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to say this. You know, like a man with no country. You know, not, no. not with no actual country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But no, I don't feel alienated. I still represent myself as 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 African Senegalese most particular. I uh I, I represent Senegal to the far. I represent Senegal harder than even Senegalese people. I know a lot of people Senegalese That's people who came to America and act like they're not Senegalese anymore. You think you speak yep. to them in Wolof and they try to speak to them. Why do you think that is? Why do, do you not, think that is? Because it's 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 <laughs> a, it, it's an insecurity, you know what I mean? Because they've been around they've been around Americans so much that um, some Americans dominate like, oh man, you African or they've been around some girls who made them feel less of themselves. And that's not the way yeah, you but, see, you but know Prince. Me? Yeah. Prince, it was not cool to be African African until a couple of years ago. Yo, that's you know, false. they will call you Af- 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 African Buddhist let, watching let like me that. tell you, let me tell you, it's always been great to be an African. I, I'm, I'm, I was born African. I'm a die African. It's the greatest thing on earth. It's just that if you are, if you are a real man, a real woman, and you know what to do, yo, you could really teach these kids because they lost. If a white man could come and teach them that Africa is the devil and trash, how about you? You come and teach them instead of being rebellious. How do you how know about, about that? Them? I, how do I know? Because I know gangsters. You know why? No, no. How do we go about that? I mean, like, <laughs> how, how do we do go we... about that? Yeah. By by sitting down and not judging one another or coming with like coming with a perception like or assumption like, oh, this person is gonna see me as this. Nah. Yo, African American people support African business, bro. Of course. Who do you sure. think buys African business off these streets? Shade butter, not Africans. Nah, a lot of white folks too. Nah. No, here in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, okay, okay, okay. People I see what got you're in here. Facts? Before before white people got in here, before white people came to Harlem, who do you think bought? Like who do you who do you think bought African products? Who do you think were the first clients to eat at African restaurants? A hundred percent Americans. Yeah, that goes yeah, without yeah, saying. But, but, but like like how do you recreate more of that? Like in terms of say, I'm from I don't know like you know like Dallas, Texas. I, I yeah. don't know why I chose, but you know I'm from Dallas, Texas. I'm black. I don't know not much about uh, Africa. I grew by up the in way, this country. By the, by the way, I don't want to cut you off. Dallas, Texas yeah. is a horrible place. I hate that place. I, Dude. I from there. Hey, hey, sucks. come on. Chill out, bro. Relax. <laughs> anyway, but like, okay, like say, say like I'm from St. Louis, right? I don't really know much about Africa. You know, I know what have been, what I have been seeing over the years and all of the cliches, the images, you know, and now I'm growing up and I'm educating myself and I'm seeing, oh, maybe there's like a different story to, to learn there. Like, how do I get in touch with like me as an African-American? And I don't have no African friends around me like us that could help around, but maybe there's somebody like you. So how somebody like you who knows both worlds and and you don't have to be born in Africa or you don't have to have African descent, but you might have just been exposed to the world, like somebody like you. That, 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 and right. that's why I come back to the education of the home. There's parents that are educated yeah. and they educate their kids. Like, like, yeah, but please, like, that, like, that, yeah. that's, that's too easy. You, you know, I understand um, that. I understand that. I, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, I understand you got the kids and the family members who do not know. We have the black Americans who do not, who don't even have any, they don't have, no culture or no no country to come back to 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 like to to because they're lost. But for us now, it's like, I would it's say like I would say that they do have a country. This is a country. No, yes, this is their country, but they don't have any background history of 
they their African descent roots. They don't have no roots. While us, we can tra- we can we I can like track you know. our roots. We can we can know. track our roots ASAP. If anyone asks us where you're from, oh my name is Demba Sane. Sane, where's that from? From the south, Senegal, Kazamas. What where in Kazamas? Binyonda, Sinja, Kapskiri. You you can easily <laughs> aye, trace that. Aye, aye, shout out Binyonda, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? They can't they can't do that. They're oh. they're easily gonna go back to like, oh, we were slaves. Oh, we were asking this, but we don't know where our folks from. I do hate that part of right, it, man. Right. Yo. Yeah. So, Salo, I'd like you to jump in. Uh, Salo, I'd, I'd like you to jump in and, you know, put your two cents in. Well, first of all, I want to thank Prince for joining us today, you know. He's at thank work. You. He took his time and joining us. So, um, yeah, this is Salo speaking. So, Prince, I have just one question, right? It's yes. a lot of, you know, Senegalese people that's going to listen to this, a lot of people from Mali, a lot of African, a lot of black people, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be also a lot of singers. Yes. So what would be an advice that you would give to a singers person that lives in the U.S. or doesn't live in the U.S. as far as how, what to expect of African Americans and how to interact with them and how to build a great relationship once they get here or if they're already here and they don't have that type of relation with like African Americans, like what would, and not only African American, any black people that live in the states, what would be an advice that you would give, you would give to them? My first advice would be be human. Okay. Being human means being yourself. Don't judge. Don't come with no assumptions. Be respectful. Have manners. You know what I mean? Let me tell you, people, we are human beings. We are not animals. African-Americans are not animals. Africans aren't animals. We are all human beings. If you come with someone with the right approach, hello, how you doing? My name is such and such. Yes, you might see some people who have issues in life. Everyone has issues in life. Not everyone, not everybody is going to be easy to approach. If I see Demba outside and I don't know him, he might not be easy to approach by his demeanor. Hey, bro, you I got one by, more time of calling me Demba. <laughs> but, 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 but if I come and I approach Demba with respect and say, hello, how you doing, brother? How's everything going? Everything is good? He's like, yeah, everything is good. And the comment, most like, African like, acts like that, though. No, no, not all. No, not all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and give give the blame on African Americans because I see a not lot of Africans. Exactly. Talk about it. I'm not saying that. Talk about it. But I will. I will walk. I'm gonna give an example that some Africans who will see that you are African who will walk by you and act like that you are nobody. Like yeah. you have to do. You have to leave where you're at to come to them to say hello while they talk walk past it. you. You know what I mean? But today, if they're in trouble, we will be the first Africans to help them. You know what I mean? And that's but what it comes to go, down to, but right? To come, but to come back to uh, 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 um, Salo's question yeah. um, about what is the what, okay, advice I can give, be human, be respectful, have manners, come with zero perception and assumption. Mm-hmm. Come with zero aggression. Come with the mm-hmm. with mannerism. Come with professionalism and saying, listen, I'm willing to open to learn this person, not assume, not assume or treat this person beneath me. Treat the person equal. No one's better than anyone. We can all learn and take from one another. Great. That's very true. A, a lot of time, a lot of African thinks they're better than African Americans. You know, of and course. that's not right. I, I've, I've know, been victim right. of that myself. I've been victim of hmm. that myself. Where, I, where I've, I, where I've been, I. I <laughs> So fuck it's so funny this these stories that I, I've lived through. I have many stories of where I had Go ahead, tell us Senegalese one. people, Senegalese mm-hmm. people think, you know, they're better than me. Like n- they think it was a competition. 
where it was school <laughs> or I'll come to the house and they're asking me qu- personal questions like, oh, what did you do at school today? Did you get good grades? What grades you got? And I have to mm. tell them I had like a, a, a 90. They, they're looking at their son like, you have to have a 95. Don't don't hang with him that much or don't treat him like, mm. treat him a little aggressive. And that's yeah. why you see the come and, and, and in our families, in, in our in our in our race, you see there's a lot of competitiveness. We as a culture, as Senegalese people, we should have been way developed than now. Where we are from now, from today, from 1990 to 2020, we should have been way long gone. You know what I mean? Because yeah. our forefathers that came to the America back in the 70s or or, or or early or late 90s, late 80s, a lot of them were one. Senegalese people weren't weren't separated. We're very inseparable uh, at that time. I, 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 I don't want to hear the story. You know, they all. Uh, huh, they all live in Harlem. They never bought properties. Now they're out. Wait, give you me know? a second. So let's, we before we, let's no. Let's get before that. Before that, I'm talking about the Senegalese culture. When we first established Africa Kidney, when we first established um, Africa, well, they other, um, they're not on 116 oh, anymore. Hold, hold, no, hold. Give me a second. Let me finish, brother. Let me it's finish. Very New York centric. Um, uh, let me, let me, let me finish. Let me get to you. Our forefathers who first came in, our, our foremothers, when they first came in in the 1980s. Africa, African people, and not even African, but Senegalese people, they were a union, bro. They were only one. Their businesses, we supported their business. Anybody who did a ginte, every Senegalese person mobbed over there because it felt good to f- see your own culture. Now, people started working. Having goosebumps. People, st- start, people started getting money. Some people started opening business. And then that's where, you know, people started feeling like, oh, you're not better than me. And that's when, like, you see, it, 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 the not better than me part started now that it penalized us kids because we don't own anything. And look at the white and the Jewish folks. They bought everything and they held it for, for, their, for their children or even their neighbors. They're like, listen, I might die, but take over this shit so you can keep it into the Jewish culture. We don't have anything. And back to Lemmy, what he was saying about 116, yes, said we could have bought the whole 116. But what did we do? Yep. We were selfish within ourselves. We were not business-minded. A lot of Senegalese people who came here did not go to school like that. That's why to this day you can see a lot of Senegalese people that barely speak correct English. The majority they take, the, the majority of jobs of Senegalese people that you see right here are not in corporate America. A lot of them are tax. Uh, that's not, man, most of my friends I graduated I with I are in corporate America. Um, let Bro, me, let no, me, I think me, Prince, Prince is get, saying, get talking it. about Senegalese in general in America. Like, Senegalese in America, that go to school in America, we are a minority, bro. We are a minority, my, let me, you're not, he's talking about people that went to school in Senegal and came here as professors. I, feel, I wouldn't teachers. say you're in not America, I would say no. in New York. Yeah, let me tell you, go to school and, and, are and to be honest with you, let me be honest with you, yo, we're still the minority and we're, we're, when we graduated of professors or whatever in Colombia and, but, and yeah, it's more Nigerians, uh, more uh, Ghanaians. Uh, yeah, of course you're That's yeah, why you see like them, a, they're, they're way the ahead of us. That's why you see the Nigerians and the Ghanaians, they're way ahead of us in everything. I think there's a lot to unpack we're, we're there, part of, We're part of the 25 yeah. most poorest countries in the world. No, no, no. That's I'm, a no, different that's, topic. No, no, no. no, no, I'm, no I'm giving an, exa- an example of why you see other African cu- cultures doing better than us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, we want to yeah, settle yeah. for less. We don't want to mm-hmm. settle for greatness. We want to tell um, our kids, do good, do good, do good, do good. But we're not doing good. <laughs> when, when African kids as us, we watch our parents. We look at our parents. At a certain age, our parents are right until we start to understand, like, wait, you want me to be a doctor, but you're a cab driver. Oh, yeah. You sell yeah. soap on the street. And you're, you're, you don't want me to make money now, but you're making money. And therefore, you see the kids drop out of school. 
and they start doing hustling and they start doing other stuff. That's well, a good point. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we ran out of time. But Prince, it was great having you and answering all these questions. What is the last thing that you want to say about this podcast hey, and you joining us today? First and foremost, I want to thank you guys, one, for having me on this this podcast. I think mm-hmm. this podcast, it, it, it will be doing great things within the African, Ameri- African and also African-American um, uh, diaspora. I hope it takes off and goes all over the world. Amen, and I hope amen. everyone who listens and amen. joins this podcast is able to bring knowledge and take knowledge from this podcast. It's a big jewel here. Thank you, thank you. Prince, thank you. I, I, I want to have you again because I, I see you as a leader in the Senegalese community in the U.S. Maybe you don't know that, but a lot of people follow you. And, and, you know, I, I want to bring you into more conversations. No, most definitely. I appreciate you, my brother. We definitely can make something big that can happen in America for us. I have a lot of plans for us as Senegalese. It's just that we all have to sit down, come as, come as, come at one, come at one, and we can make things happen, man. It, course, in life, course. I don't believe we're a leader. We're all leaders. You know what I mean? We all just have to come back, come by one another, bring our our solutions, and solve them. Pull up in motorcade. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overweight. That's why they follow.